Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I'm Beck Hill. And I'm Matthew Hyten. And this is Con Sessions. A podcast where we interview your cult heroes at Comic Cons around the world. This session comes from Comic Con Brussels, recorded in late February in 2020. And it's with the fantastic Alex Kingston, which uh, I've got to admit uh, something. I was a little bit nervous um, about this one post having done this. Because our first introduction to Alex was on the Saturday at the Comic-Con in the green room. And one of the first things she asked about was, what are we going to do about coronavirus? <laughs> because obviously Comic-Cons, everyone's like shaking hands and yeah. touching and hugging. And, and breathing. Yeah. And especially like in, in Brussels, everyone does like breathe, the kiss, yeah. kiss, kiss. That, yeah, lots of people breathe. Can't stress how many people <laughs> breathe in Comic-Cons. But um, I was very... Look, I was like, look, as long as you're washing your hands and you're not touching your mouth or your eyes too much, you should be fine. And I was like really relaxed about it. And then, um, as some of you may already know, um, the day after Comic-Con, I got horribly sick and had to be quarantined (laughs) because it was potentially going to be coronavirus. Now, thankfully, it just turned out to be flu. But honestly, the biggest fear I had was that <laughs> she was going to find out, that Alex Kingston would find out that I'd been quarantined for coronavirus because she was the one who seemed to be most worried about it backstage. Yeah, she was like really conscious of it. But thankfully I wasn't sick and yeah. I didn't have to make an uncomfortable call to Alex yeah. and explain anything. And uh, and the interview was awesome. Yeah, it's it was great. you're about to listen to. Also, I'm going to say this, she is an absolute convention pro oh she's so on it yeah. i mean we didn't really we didn't even need to be there you, you can sit you can always tell like who is just like i don't i don't have to think about this i know exactly what i'm doing she was just she is amazing to to see at a convention like she didn't need us there if we weren't there she would have done something for the crowd but luckily she was there and we got this lovely chat with her enjoy Or a small chair? What's your preference? I'll take a big couch yeah. any day. No one's took a wing bag. Everyone goes couch. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Alex. How are you? Because I can go like this. Do you know this is what like this is nice? <laughs> yeah. Kick back. We, we get your footstool if needs. Yeah. Be. Kick back. Enjoy. That makes a very good footstool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've trained though. So, you know. Uh, welcome. How are you? I'm very well indeed. It's been two fantastic days um, yeah. here in Brussels. I've never been here before and um, I'm coming back for sure. Yes! <laughs> That's what we want to hear. Oh, so, have you, have you seen much of Brussels yet or has it mainly been the cons? No, I've seen... Um, a hotel room. Oh, good. I've good. seen um, I've seen a lot of construction as I've been driven from my hotel to the convention. 
I, I heard um, that's your thing, though. You go to cities and say, where are the big sites? What's going yes, on? Yes, where are the big sites? The big construction yeah. sites. I want to see yeah. some cranes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I guess you're no stranger to the uh, Comic-Con life, then. I imagine you've done a few. I've done quite a lot of Comic-Cons, actually. Um, I sort of started slowly, and then I, I've sort of, like, fully embraced the the fandom and um as my fans probably know i'm really bad i don't i'm not on twitter i don't tweet and i'm really really bad on instagram um and in a weird way i think it's partly because i prefer to meet people one-on-one i'm old-fashioned that way um uh so actually <laughs> yeah uh, so going to conventions and and connecting physically properly with the fans i find just more rewarding for me and I hope it's more rewarding for them as well yeah. but I will I promise I promise I will start tweeting not tweeting doing Instagram again when I know my password <laughs> uh, you're already getting more cheers than any of the other Q&A's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so on that like when did you start doing all the cons was that Directly from Doctor Who or? No, not directly because um, uh, there was a clause that the BBC had when um, actors were still actively working on the show that they were not allowed to do conventions or anything else related to Doctor Who. Like you couldn't do the audio recording stories or anything. And then that sort of changed. Um, And I think, I, I, I think they just realized particularly with David and Matt Smith that was the that was the big change in terms of the growth of of fandom particularly in America and across the world um they realized that they sort of had to uh just let that go yeah um and it's been it's been amazing i mean the whole notion of con- comic cons has sort of it's just taken off massively in I'd say the last 10 years it's I mean, extraordinary yeah. it's, it's, it's sort, of, sort of gone hand to hand with fan culture online I guess it's sort of like yeah. it's certainly yeah. yeah well and also I mean the number of fans on Doctor Who that I've met who have you know never met each other but are already close I mean dating practically <laughs> um, and they're on different sides of the world but they've connected because of you know, being yeah, yeah. fans of the show. It's its unbelievable. And it's lovely because I think, you know, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you all feel you're part of a big family, you know. So, so there's this wonderful relationship that fans have, even though they may never have physically met. And some fans agree to meet in a country at a convention because they've sort of formed this relationship online. Well, it's because um, they've all got something they can talk about that they have in common, you know. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like having a family member that you can all talk about because you know what they're up to and yeah. you're kind of that family member. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a member of your big family. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is the beautiful thing of fandom now, though. Like, when, when I was growing up and if I nerded about something, you'd have to sort of look at someone and go, I think you're into what I'm into. And then you'd be like, hello, do you want to talk in depth about this specific thing? And now everyone's just got it at their doorstep. It's Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm just going to put this down and open my bottle. Do would you mind? Would you like me to open it for you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll ask a question while you're opening it. Um, uh, because obviously when you were introduced as, uh, as River, um, into, originally everyone wasn't sure if your character was just sort of a one-off 
and including then, me. Yeah, so that was my question because I didn't. I wanted to know whether that was something that that you knew, or at what point did you find out more and more things about your character? I all I knew was that um, I was doing this wonderful story, um, which was a two-part story. Um, entitled The Science in the Library and I knew that I my character had had a relationship or there was some history with the doctor but we didn't know what it was and then she sacrifices herself um, to keep him alive uh, and I thought wow that's what you know how heartbreaking is that that there was obviously this relationship that met, meant something hugely to her and we're never going to know what it is mm. and uh that's what I thought it was. And um, it was only, it was about six months later that uh, they got in contact with me and, and Stephen sort of said, well, I'd always had this planned and um, would you be willing to come back? And there's, there's more storyline. And so I had such a good time. I said, well, of course, you know. Yeah. And it's just gone on and on and on. I mean... Who knew? <laughs> I certainly didn't. <laughs> in, in terms of when you started to get to know River as a character, did that start to mess with your head that you had to build a chronologic timeline for her life? So with a point where you're like, okay, so my character knows that's happened but doesn't know that's happened. How does that you know what? performance? I, I tried, but that just so messed with my head <laughs> that I, I was just like, I'm just going to trust. I'm yeah. going to trust because... Stephen is so genius at what he does. He, he writes these story threads and throws them out and leaves them sort of just sort of wafting in the wind. And then he knows eventually that they're going to connect. Um, and I just, I'm going to trust that that's, that's, um, that's the way it works in his universe. And, uh, it's a good thing to do to trust Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like you're giving it a, it's a good thing to do to stress. Like, <laughs> yeah. here's some advice to you. It's yeah. It's, do you know, it's really bizarre. If you took your hair away and your beard, you would look like Arthur Darville. It's really <laughs> oh, bizarre. So, so I, uh, I worked on a, a, a companion show with um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow and all that. So I've, I've got to meet him and he's lovely. But I got very excited because you played the mother of Sarah and Laurel Lance yeah. in Arrow. Yes. And then obviously Sarah Lance goes off to become the White Canary, joins Legends of Tomorrow yes. with a time traveller. I Who know. happens to be, I mean... My dad. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a crossover that you would ever like to see happen? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's kind of really strange, but uh, but wonderful as well. Um, and, uh, you know, the fact that Arthur sort of went on from Rory to become this kind of doctor-like time traveller, mm. um, I think was sort of kind of ironic really because yeah. uh certainly the character of rory was not that that sort of character really not that person you know he he was brave but he was um he was sort of um not henpecked but he you know the women around him were sort of much stronger yeah, yeah. Which I gotta say made him very attractive to yeah. me. <laughs> so, what that somebody's happy for me to wear the trousers? Oh yes, thank you. <laughs> um, on that as well, with you obviously your character being so complicated in terms of the timeline that she flows through the doctor's life. Yeah. Was there sort of 
I guess you never know when that character begins and ends in terms of you can now come back anywhere. Do you find it quite exciting that you might uh, have doctors that haven't even been on screen yet and you impact their life in some way as a character? What well, totally. Um, I mean, I, I know I've met my second wife, but the audience <laughs> haven't seen that happening yet. Yeah. And um, I think it would be great for me to meet my second wife um, who's the doctor right now uh, yes. at some point. Um, but yes, I mean, certainly going into the future, uh, there's the sort of, you know, messing, messing <laughs> yeah, with your head idea that there are future doctors who may even only be seven years old right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but likewise, uh, doing the Doctor Who audio stories, uh, I've worked recently with Tom Baker. <gasps> you oh. know, I, I'm sort of t- traveling back in time so River is still time traveling and she's sort of getting to meet I mean every single husband (laughs) in every sort of physical manifestation it's really exciting (laughs) do you you have like a a a coffee style Costa stamp book where whenever you work with a new one you're just like yeah and and when you when you've got five you get one free (laughs) yes exactly that's what I like to hear Um, did you grow up as a fan of Doctor Who was there a Doctor you grew up with oh come on I'm English I know I I didn't want to to assume but yeah who was your Doctor if you're English it's the Queen and Doctor Who yeah Um, (laughs) I thought you were saying the Queen is your favourite Doctor and I was like what a scoop no that would be very weird I would watch that being married to the Queen Um, Jodie finishes in the regeneration the Queen's just like you know what? I've done enough royalty stuff. I'm trying this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Canines a corgi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who was who was your doctor growing up then? Um, my doctor was uh, John Pertwee. Oh, oh, nice. Yes, he was my doctor. Is yeah. he still the one you hold dear in your heart, or now you've worked with him? Are they? You, oh. don't, you don't have to pick a favourite. Don't worry. No. I, I, to, to be honest. Um, I mean, I think every person has their own doctor and they're quite loyal to that doctor. And it's sort of, you know, I think it is when when you first really connect to the show and it depends, you know, what what time that is, what age that is. So for me, it, the John Pertwee years were for me the years. Um, and, um, but I mean, certainly now uh, working with them all, I get asked often, I get asked, which is your favorite doctor? Yeah, I didn't want to ask. And, um, you know, I just say, well, they're all the same person. They're just in, in you know, different physical forms. And um, that can be very exciting for yeah. song. <laughs> it's a very good answer. <laughs> if, if, if you were, my wife would say the same about me over the years, don't worry. <laughs> those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a new vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the Smarts? Hey, we got the Smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, yeah, we are going to jump out to the audience because we've not got you for long. So if you have a question, I'm sure you do. Raise your hand. Hello. Hello. Um, my question is, will we ever see River again on screen? Will, will we, we ever, ever see, see River, River again on screen? All I can say to that is, spoilers. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Stand there with your microphone. You've got to find somebody with an answer. I have a question. What is River's favorite fruit? Oh, Who's, who's oh, hand down it? here. There's a hand down here, Matt. Oh, I, hand down there. I'm hand coming, down I'm there. Coming. Straight in the air. Is that, a, is that an A.B. Pond it's outfit? It's your mother. Yeah, it's your mum. I'd say a banana. <gasps> a banana? I'd say you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need a T-shirt that says Alex Kingston threw a banana at me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just say this now. There is a, a flying banana warning at this show. Um, <laughs> Yes, we got someone's waving at me down here. Hang on. It's about one of our previous conventions uh, with David. Uh, and I was wondering is if he has finally got his banana. Got his banana. Yes. yes, he has. <laughs> I'll say no more. I, I, just, I don't know what that means. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a different David's sort of convention. David's got his banana. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, we had questions down this his. way. So one, two, three. Um, yep. Hello. I was wondering, because it's such a unique story, I, I like the story of like a love story told uh, out of sequence or uh, in the wrong order. And I was wondering how that was for you as an actor to kind of, um, uh, how, you, how do you play that? Because you don't know in which part of the love story you are. No, I don't know which part of the love story I am. But you know what? That's what makes it exciting. Because in a sense... Uh, you know, we in our everyday lives, we don't know what's going to happen next in our lives in terms of our relationships, where we're feeling. I mean, the, obviously, the thing for me that's more difficult is um, 
I'm only going in one direction in terms of my age. And um, the doctors on the whole are going in the other direction. So at some point, you know, I'm going to be with a Zimmer frame going, hello, sweetie, like this. Uh, so, uh, but um, hey, I'll ride with it. I don't care. Are we, whatever you do in that series, we're all watching. I want to see the episode where it's you and a doctor just going through your, we'll just get some trekkie pants in a takeaway phase and binge some Netflix. Yes, exactly. <laughs> watch a whole season of that yeah exactly I've, I've got a question okay if, if knowing that the, the doctor is your your partner yeah um who would your dream doctor in the future be an actor playing your playing the doctor Whoa. who you would get to snog essentially oh my <laughs> god oh my god okay um oh i can't say that <laughs> i can't say that I'm married, exactly. This is be my husband. My husband would be my doctor in the future. <laughs> yeah, my husband. Uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, no. um, yes, okay, I have, have another question. Yep. Okay, so how do the Silurians kill their enemies or their prey? This is a oh, great episode, Joe. Well. Oh, yeah, we got, we got it. Don't they change into them? No. No, it's not change into them. Anyone no. think they've got it? How do the Silurians, you know, those that lizard, she was here. She was here. How do they yeah. kill? Oh, there's one there, How Matt. do they oh, kill yeah. Wait, there. we got one here as well, so. Oh. No. Yep, shout it out. There's Captain Marvel there. Yep. Uh, they lick them with their tongue into their neck and poison them normally. <laughs> Absolutely right. Here's Watch a banana. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's people in my hometown who kill in exactly the same way. Um, right, we I have... hope no one's allergic to bananas in this audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, since you have a, re a history and connections with Germany, I wanted to know, do you have a favorite or maybe least favorite thing about Germany or Germans in general? Um, okay, well, uh, I'd say my favorite thing about Germany, but, the, and, but this is sort of more Bavaria, um, is Lederhosen. <laughs> I have two pairs of Lederhosen and I have three dentals. <laughs> and I like to wear them. <laughs> um, my least favorite thing about Germans... No, I don't think I have a... Well, maybe... Germans, not Germans past history, yes. which is not one of my favorite things. Um, but I pretty much like, I like sort of, yeah, every, pretty everything. I mean, Germans even have a sense of humor. So, um, which is a little known fact. <laughs> I love how we've got a, a German audience member just nodding. Yes. Nodding. Yes, yeah, they, they do. Have, they do. We they do. have a sense That's of humor. That's a very efficient answer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, um, uh, oh my God, who is it? Um, uh, Wurst. What's, what's. What's her name? His I name sausage. Yeah, what's the sausage? But the the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, exactly, exact. I mean, come on. But, oh, she's Austrian. Oh, oh okay then. Well, <laughs> it's close enough. Close enough. Tyrol. Uh, Alex, how thing. did your uh, Q and A turn into a riot? Well, we got to Eurovision and it just spiraled. Uh, okay, one, one more question. Question, here, question. Yeah, yeah. and then we we will. I've got you. one more question. Oh, yep. So. 
where, this is not a trick question either, where is a Sontaran's probic vent? Oh, straight up there, straight. <laughs> At the back here, yeah, didn't it? Yes! The oh my God! Banana alert, banana alert. You get the banana! <laughs> <laughs> okay, we had a question here That's as it. well. Hello, we have been recently introduced to a new mysterious doctor, a woman. And in one of your first apparitions in the show, well, a few episodes in, you say to the doctor, who you do not recognize, you remind me of my first wife. Actually, I say you remind me of my second wife. Second wife. wife. Oh, my sorry, first wife was Cleopatra. Nice to know that. Yes, yes. That's why I'm saying I've got to meet my second wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I hate to do this, but we are running so low on time and we don't want you to miss your train. Yeah, and no. we want you to go meet your second wife. I've got to meet my second wife. Yeah. And actually, have you seen the four of me in the back there? I, I been, have, yeah. Oh, wow! Yeah, you've been... <laughs> For a second, got really excited. I thought they were me, and then I was like, oh, no. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. We've got, so we've got all these river songs down the front as well. In fact, you might as well stand there as well. Yeah, this yeah. is real. This <laughs> you'd blend in. Yeah. You'd yeah, blend yeah, yeah. in. Yeah, oh. you could be the son of Amy and Rory. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my cosplay. Uh, <laughs> Alex, this has been an hour. I so wish we had more time because I'm having too much fun. But as I say, we have to let you return. Um, you know what to do, guys. Uh, Alex Kingston. Thank you. If we had more time, we'd play more games. And there you go. So thanks for listening. You can find us on social media. We are at ConsessionsPod. That's C-O-N-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S-P-O-D. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and if you're interested in what either Beck or myself are up to, where can they find you, Beck? Yeah, you can find me, Beck Hill Comedian. That's uh, on all social media and websites. Or Be Chill Comedian if you read it wrong. And Matt, I believe you're in the middle of writing a show where you buy people's souls? That's correct. I, at the time of recording, own three souls by contract. (laughs) Where can people sell you their souls, Matt? You can sell me your souls or just come for silly stuff. I am at Matt Hyten on Twitter and I am at It's Matt Hyten on uh, Instagram because there is another Matt Hyten and he got there first. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, thanks for listening. We will see you again soon. This has been a Great Big Owl production with help from Joel Morris, recorded by Alex Rimmersvall at Comic-Con Brussels, who we are very thankful to have us hosting there, produced and edited by John Harris, with the theme tune by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. GreatBigOwl.com Oh, hello you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, were you yawning at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Ruler Threes, your Brian Rogers, your Musicals, your Bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting, because let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bell. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.